Hello and welcome to this week's episode of The Capitalist Investor. As always, you got me, Diamond Hands D, still working on the nicknames. We got Tony the Tiger and Cool Hands Luke. What up? (laughs) What's up, boys? How we doing? Good, 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 good. It's been an interesting week, to say the least. I'd say so. (laughs) It's been an interesting two years, one year, three months. We're living in the twilight zone, man. (laughs) It's it's never, it's never, nothing, nothing gets stale, that's for sure. So uh, the last week, I think we've had uh, productivity reports come in. We got... uh, nvidia and cpi coming in with lower guidance we got the irs you know barging into trump's house we got that wasn't the, the irs that was fbi but oh, the, oh, the, yeah. okay i'm sorry the <laughs> fbi oh, the irs is now getting uh you know they're they're getting uh pay raises to hire more people so a lot of stuff going on just a few more irs right. yeah only a few you know a few raises 80 billion dollars of tax dollar <laughs> tax money you know? all right where do we where do we want to start i want to start with Ooh. um the IRS hiring 80,000 plus new employees. I yeah. think that would be a good, good way to start off. Who are they targeting, guys? <laughs> good question. So good luck finding the people to fill those roles, you know, uh, qualified people. I mean, I'm sure you can fill seats with, a, you know, putting out a 70, I don't even know how much they're going to pay these people, but I'd imagine 60, 70, 80, 90,000. Probably 80, 90, 80, I'd imagine. CPAs, right? You got to be a tax professional, at least. I'd imagine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, good luck finding those people. Um, my take is that you know a lot of people are up in arms, but like I mean, if you run your taxes through TurboTax <laughs> and and it's a simple file, and you don't you're not doing quote unquote side hustles and Schedule C and LLCs and stuff, you're you're cool. They're targeting small business. There's they're targeting Schedule C 1099s. Uh, make sure you're what you're writing off. That's what I'd imagine. But I did do a little digging, and you know, if we, if you take a look at how the economy has grown and where we were in 1995 with uh, IRS agents, we were over 110,000. Today we're at 80,000, and they want to get to what, like 140. Um, or it should have been over 140. I think their goal is like 120 or something. So they they got a long way to go. Like they it, they said it's like a four year rollout to get to the numbers that they want uh, of for agents. But you could, I'll I'll just flip script a li- little bit on it. And my opinion is that there's a lot of people that don't file. There's a lot of people that owe that after 10 years the IRS gives up trying to track that money down. Like there's a lot of other things. So yeah, could it be a, you know, a witch hunt to go after small business, billionaires, millionaires, like all of them? Sure. But at the end of the day, there's other shenanigans going on that they just don't have enough people to go after. What about like Venmo and Zelle transactions that nobody knows what the heck's going on? I bet you start going going after those. I mean, I know, I know you guys are boomers, so I don't think you guys use Venmo. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> but Just hold on a minute Gen, there. Gen X, bro. <laughs> I know. But anyway, um, like, we're, I think we're almost Gen, what's the Gen, gen after X? Gen Y? Yeah. Millennials, I thought. Oh, millennials. Yeah, you're right. I'd say. Yeah, we're, we're okay. right on the border right, of Gen right. X and millennials, all right? But everybody like now is using Venmo, Zelle, PayPal. They're using all these different transaction things to pay for, going out to dinner, things like that. And right now, I think the IRS limits like $10,000 before they actually like ding you for it or start to like look into it. One I, transaction or annual? Annually. 
So I, I think that with all these new agents, they're going to start to go after like micro transactions on these, like, you know, maybe down that to a thousand dollars a year. Like they're going to start to really investigate what's going on there. And I think the, the, you know, banks, I think it's not also a $10,000 limit, how much cash you can take to a bank per year before you get flagged. They'll probably lower that. They're going to lower all these limits, I think, in my, in my opinion, and really try to go after the middle class. Cause I mean, why else would you hire? 40, 50,000, 60, 70, 80,000 people. How does, but how does 100,000 IRS agents, like, how do they look at 200 million bank accounts? I don't know how they, I just don't know how that happens. Like, unless you're specifically targeted and they start saying, I want to see all of your PayPal, Venmo, business, checking, I mean, they, they just fork it over and then they yeah. will skim through it. But it, it needs to be a personal. I don't. I can't see how they go through every account. Like that's just that seems like gridlock. Well, they probably have some sort of software algorithm that kind of sorts it all. I would assume. But then and then they have probably certain criteria that gets flagged. Then they use these individuals probably go in and look at the individual accounts. Yeah. But there's there's like a balance between privacy issues and you know let giving the government. I guess if you want to say what they're owed. In my opinion, mm-hmm. they're owed. Way too much, way more than they're they're owed a lot less than what they're actually receiving um, because their taxes are so damn high. But you know, I think there's a privacy issue with this stuff too. I mean, especially as you go after more Americans, middle class Americans. Um, I mean, how can, much privacy can, do we can, actually have? Can they have access without asking your PayPal and Venmo account? I, I mean, I'm sure so. they can, but I don't know about bank, I don't know. I don't know how the banks. Well, yeah, I, th- I think they can. I think they can look inside anything. I think as long as you're holding it a financial institution, this is the whole idea behind crypto. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you know, I, I kind of am in, am in the middle between you two. Um, it does seem pretty obvious that the IRS is understaffed to do, you know, just the basics. Um, so, but at the same point in time, it's hard to wrap around in your mind hiring another 86,000 agents or whatever the number is. And have that not, you know, start targeting people that just shouldn't be targeted is is really where I come down on it. Um, you know, and I believe there was a version of that bill that basically said the new agents couldn't go after anyone who made under four hundred thousand dollars. And that failed. <laughs> so um, so I think they kind of showed you their uh, their hand with that. Um, because they're raising taxes in a large way, and I say they, the government, um, during a recession, <laughs> you know, whether uh, they want to admit what the definition is or not, um, and increasing the size of the IRS exponentially. So I just. And they're using our tax dollars it, to do it. it. It's, it's mind blowing that, you know, half of the country is behind that. <laughs> it really is. I like, mean, who, are they going to. Who wants more audits? I mean, are they going to. Spend eighty billion to reap eighty billion. I think they said the ROI is one hundred twenty billion. I think. Yeah, they said. they're going to mm-hmm. make forty billion dollars. Okay. Okay. Cool. That pays for like yeah, a couple a months of, of the Ukraine. It, it, right. That too. I mean, we can go down. Okay. But what's that going to? That's going to cover ten percent of a bill that they passed. Here's exactly. the way I think about it. It just makes the government bigger. Yeah. Like, it's exactly. already bigger than it already is. Like, why do most Americans? Not most. Many Americans not understand that the government has gotten so big, like so much bigger than it was supposed to. Right. And like I was taking a look at spending 
we have a spending problem, not a revenue problem, first of all, um, in the government. But I was taking a look at a chart from the World War One to now about government spending as it relates to GDP. Mm-hmm. And before World War Two, it was like five to ten percent of GDP, and it spiked during World War Two because we obviously yeah. spent so much money, and then it went back down to ten percent to like nineteen eighty. Ten percent GDP. Guess how much we're at now? We're like a aren't we like a hundred? We're at thirty percent of spending. For GDP, per, uh, for our GDP, mm. and our economy has grown that. significantly <laughs> over the past century. Like we're three times percentage-wise over what we were spending back at you know, after World War One and after World War Two. But we are like I don't know how many times bigger. Probably 10, 15 <laughs> times bigger as an economy. Twenty times bigger as an economy. Like that's insane. Yeah, yeah. That, that that's exactly what I don't understand. Yeah. You know, it's. If if you take a dollar out of your salary and you pay it to the government for taxes, you know how much of that dollar is actually getting to where you think it's going, and that number is very small. You know, obviously, I don't know what that number is, but it's less than fifty oh, yeah. <laughs> percent. You know, all right. so all right. So, well, but yeah, actually, you know, to, to spin it to the next conversation, um, you know, like you mentioned, the definition of of recession. Um, in your last comment, Derek. And so U.S. productivity post biggest annual, uh, biggest ever annual drop. Boom. We are, <laughs> I just looked up real quick. We are 100 times uh, yeah, more GDP. That's what I said. Yeah. Like it was, I thought it was like 100. It's 100 and, times and, GDP. And there's another statistic. I'm going to go find it. But if what any, since the Romans, <laughs> the Romans were, you know, in, in charge. Like that was I'm serious. I heard this like crazy statistic when you're like over like a hundred X of GDP, like there's, once you hit that mark there, there, your society will no longer exist. Like 40 years or 50 years <laughs> after awesome. that, like it happened to like the Romans, they got mm-hmm. too big, they got huge and then they couldn't afford it. And so I, I got to find this crazy statistic, uh, you know, I'll, I'll see if I can find it, but, um, That's I think, I think it was, I think it was week. like a Peter shift kind of, yeah. um, that statistic sense. of mm-hmm. historically looking back and stuff or Keith McCullough mm-hmm. or something like that. All right. U S productivity, uh, post biggest ever annual drop, <laughs> not in a recession. <laughs> so it's the second quarter of terrible U S productivity and, I, I, from one of our research firms, it, you know, small business optimism over, you, you know, is, is creeping is already lower than like the COVID lows and it's approaching the 2009 great recession levels. So the small business, regardless of what our, you know, our government is telling us the definition of recession, mm-hmm. like small business is saying, this is not, we're, we're struggling. We're, we're having problems. And at the same time, wages are rising, which you would think is good. But the problem is, is it's sticky, which means inflation isn't going to come anytime mm-hmm. soon. So when you combine higher wages with basically negative productivity, it's the lowest we've ever seen. And it's like basically negative at this point. So, so, so when is, you hire somebody, is you're it, getting negative productivity. Well, I, so when you hire somebody, are they just underqualified for the position that they're being filled? Pretty is, much, yeah. Is that what is that <laughs> That's what, what we're, we're at. arriving at? That, that mm-hmm. could be it, or that these companies are overstaffed. 
and they their their marginal utility, the mar- their diminishing marginal returns, diminishing yeah. marginal utility, right? Yeah. For every one worker, there's a, there's you know an econ- basic economics one one. You know, for every worker you hire, you're supposed to reach you know get the be- most marginal use out of each employee, and there comes a point where that starts to go lower, and that's when you got to stop hi- hiring. That's how you become the most efficient business possible, right? We are now at the point where every <laughs> worker that's added basically adds negative utility to a business. Yeah, it's hard to comprehend, but yeah, it's uh, that's a real thing. And I don't know, I, you know, we could go down a couple different ideas of the people aren't qualified enough. They're they're taking jobs that they shouldn't have. I was actually actually I was talking to my chiropractor, and that's what happened. So he does a great job of taking, you know, future chiropractors, you know, young out of school under his wing and teaching them the ropes, but not about cracking backs, but like how to run a business Mm -hmm. and how to manage your schedule and how to conduct yourself in front of a client, like everything that's just part of being a professional. And he, the, the latest, the, 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 the latest one left the, the latest, uh, you know, call her intern, but she was a, you know, she's out there cracking back. So not really an intern, (laughs) but the latest person under his wing left for some director job at that that person should have 30 years of experience and she's got like three not even three years yep it's insane and, and he even said he goes all right i've been in the business i've been doing this for 30 40 years i think that job's a little bit out of my league what do you think you're doing like he actually said he's like i kind of had that conversation with her right and <laughs> full send <laughs> give me that paycheck give me exactly. that title and it doesn't matter so i don't know it, it, it is happening the froth will be cleared it's just a matter of when and I, I think the big question that we need to answer as soon as possible is is when does good news and good good things actually become good news again because right now good news is bad news and bad news seems to be good news yeah oh yeah it's, Infl- it's fl- inflation is tilting the other way it's still eight and a half percent you want to spend that cheering in, today you, like oh we got eight and a half percent this is the best thing in the world that's what? what wall street was saying but yeah. what about main street two percent less all right gas is a little bit cheaper that's helping i don't know what strings were pulled to do that <laughs> except that you know they they say like oh well you know recession is here so like everything around us the bond market the energy to de- the market, you know, everything's telling us that a recession is around the corner, except our politicians. <laughs> well, crazy. of course not. They don't want to stay crazy. where they're in a recession because they want to act like everything's good. They've done the best yeah. damn the jo- job. The in job the world. market was the best number last year, and you know, we talked about that. I know, Mar- Luke, you've been on TV. Mark was on TV last week saying, "Yeah, it's everyone trying to find a second job because they can't afford everything with their one job." Right. You know, there people are finding that that. That side job. What about either- the one point one million jobs we lost over the past quarter? No one talks about that. Oh, we still got ten point seven million jobs open. Yeah, we lost one point one million though. That's just going to accelerate. We could uh, be two million jobs lost over the next quarter. I, I mean, I don't know how it got brushed under the rug, but like Amazon let go of like a hundred thousand employees. <laughs> That's Walmart, a big deal. Walmart let go of a bunch of um, now, now higher up employees. Yeah, I mean, but they might have done that so like they can hire the you know the go to hourly where you know there's less benefits and and things like that and, mm-hmm. and help productivity but you know if you hire if you fire a hundred thousand dollars or a hundred thousand people they're all going to work for the irs now <laughs> <laughs> 
Good point. All right. Um, all right. What do you guys want to talk about? You so know? the uh, the CPI yeah. uh, Nvidia. That should be uh, the last topic here. Um, you don't want to talk about Trump's house. Oh yeah, we should close on that. Actually, <laughs> you know that's kind of more of the same um, on on the Nvidia Nvidia news. Um, but yeah, maybe we should close on that just for uh, a couple minutes. So, um, you know, I, I think if you've been listening for a while, you know, I, I think we're pretty much on record <clears throat> saying we're not, you know, huge Trump fans <laughs> of, you know, especially the person. Um, but, you know, we, we do a show about the markets and investing. And so you, you have to talk about this stuff, right? Um, so it, the the Trump policies, I think we uh, Mark and I and Luke and Tony, uh, you know, largely uh, agreed with a lot of that stuff. A lot of what's coming out right now, uh, specifically raising taxes during a recession, also seems to be a very bad idea. Um, but regardless of how you think of all of that, um, I don't know how um, every alarm bell that you have in your head <laughs> isn't going off. Uh, when you see the FBI raid um, the former president's personal residence with, and I'm not an expert on on this case, but with what seems to be a fairly frivolous thing that they were looking for or trying to find, um, and it and it seems to be a very unprecedented move to go after. A president like this and it seems to be and uh, i'll let you guys chime in here but it seems to be that especially with these last two bills that were just passed everyone seems to know that the democrats time is coming to an end here with midterms coming up so they're trying to do as much um, i don't know how else to say say it but shady stuff as possible before they lose power i i, I yeah i i mean they're you know, I don't know, call it smear campaigns, like just just noise outside of what needs to be done. Right. But uh, the FBI is never going to like everyone's like, oh, we want answers from the White House and the FBI. I'm like, it's an ongoing investigation. They're not <laughs> saying anything about anything. So but you did, I believe the Trump, you know, the, the Trump camp or whatever you want to call them came out and said, yeah, they were looking for something that should have been nationally archived. Right. <laughs> okay, you know, and then and then I learn I learn a lot about some of this stuff and dig deeper based on memes that I see. <laughs> and the one was like Joe Biden just watched National Treasure <laughs> and, and looking for the Constitution yeah, and looking for Nicholas Cage yeah, yeah, the Declaration so, of Independence, yeah, looking for something like that. So that's how I learn about news. I'm like, oh, if they're making a meme of it, it must be important. So, but uh, <laughs> um. I don't know, man. Like, and then you see the, you know, you see the Twitter and the memes of like the people who signed the FBI, you know, search warrant or whatever you want to call it. And it's a laundry list of people that Trump, you know, nixed, I'll call right. it in a nice way. You Political know, opponents. All this is going to do is um, make it, make Trump's running in 2024 earlier, like announcement earlier. Yep. That's all it's going to do. Like, this is now pissed off Trump so much. He's gonna be like f everything. Yeah, he almost and has to run I now. am gonna run in 2024, and I'm gonna fix the swamp. So I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he announces that here in the next three months. Yeah, mm -hmm. I, I completely agree. Yeah. Um, and <clears throat> and at the, the, end of the I'm sorry, but at the end of the day, I want to make sure like DeSantis at some point <laughs> gets a nomination for the Republican Party. Um, but it this is gonna probably 
DeSantis, no pun intended, Trump that. <laughs> DeSantis is the biggest Republican that's, I think, closest to the libertarian. Like, that has a chance at winning. Um, I'm just, both sides, when we talked about government spending earlier, like, both sides, Democrats, Republicans, spend too much money. Like, Republicans aren't even fiscal anymore. Like, we need somebody in there that's, like, going to have the balls to say, all right, let's, let, let's give American you know, people freedom again, and let's stop spending their damn money inefficiently. So, like, we need somebody in there that does that. And, you know, Trump, you know, we saw four years and, you know, I obviously I think we all can would prefer Trump over Biden for sure. But, you know, I, we need somebody in there that's going to really. Well, think about it. I mean, he lowered, government he, smaller. He, he lowered taxes, mm-hmm. yet we had the most tax revenue. Yep. That sounds like a win-win. <laughs> Which no one talks about. <laughs> no one talks about that, but that's a win-win. And that's exactly what he said was going to happen. And basically, the whole media made fun of him. He's a he's a businessman, you <laughs> yeah, know, and he can kind of force. He he's can, a businessman. <laughs> it's like that one song, right? But I mean, but he can foreshadow, yeah, or, or or foresee what he does today mm-hmm. and how it impacts because it's a big moving giant. The the economy, like what I do today, will reap the benefits in about a year and a half to two years. Yeah, yeah. So more power to him, and he's not going to get bullied either by Russia, by China, things yeah. like that. So. We need that again. Yeah. All right. Well, um, thanks, everyone, for listening this week. We appreciate it. If you have any uh, questions, comments, show ideas, hit us up at info at SWPConnect.com, and we'll talk to you next week. The opinions expressed in the podcast are for general informational purposes only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any investment, legal, financial, or tax strategy. It is only intended to provide education about the financial industry. Please consult a qualified professional about your individual needs.